Well, hello and welcome to the Agility Weekend. I am Nick Sparks. I know you have not heard from me in a couple of weeks. My apologies for that. My last podcast was sitting at the Franklin Ag Center for a four-day AKC trial. That went pretty well. Fiona, unfortunately, could not run the entire four days. She, um, she was off her food, and the chemo was kind of kicking her butt a little bit, so her, her, she was unstable. It's one of those situations where if you're doing agility, you have got to pay attention to when your dog is there or when your dog is not. And if your dog's not, if your dog is not feeling well, not focused, and, and definitely wobbly or, or unsure of footing, don't run your dog. Pay very close attention to the signs. Uh, it's, not, it's not worth it. It's only agility, ladies and gentlemen. It is a sport. It is fun. Uh, it was frustrating because we, uh, we do have a mock on the line, and I'd like to get another mock while she is running. Good news is, at the moment, she has bounced back. She is back to eating her food and, and uh, doing pretty well. We're going to start a new chemo regiment next week and see how that goes. Uh, to that degree, we plan to visit Purdue this weekend, check out some sites for some future events, and at the same time, hopefully some of the uh, clinicians and doctors will be able to come out and watch the girls run at the trial. That was my other hope for this, was to see if we can get some people to come out and and see what this agility is all about. See if we can get agility tied in with uh, with some with some medical people and places, and get some benefits going, uh, get some fundraising going. I am still in the process of doing working on the research grant at Purdue University. I know I've spoken of that a few times on this on this podcast, and that. That particular research grant is about finding a cure and finding a treatment for canine bladder cancer. And I know Dr. Knapp is working tirelessly, constantly, at trying to figure out what causes the bladder cancer and what can be done to cure the bladder cancer. And as with every cancer treatment, there is no doubt it can transfer to humans and vice versa. What, what uh, doctors learn in human patients can also be implemented towards dog care in some cases. So, that said, I am still pursuing plans and, and working towards show and goes to where the proceeds, all the proceeds, go straight back to Purdue University for their continued research. All right, so what else was happening in the world? Um, well, like I said, uh, two weekends ago, we had the AKC trial. Quite a few mocks, a large trial, 
very well attended. Uh, people had fun. It was, it was a good time across the board. Um, this past weekend, didn't do anything. Did not do anything. Did uh, travel, and, and this weekend as well. Nothing coming up. It's next weekend that I'll be up at, at Purdue. But, um, but there have been quite a few things going on and, and quite a few things coming up in the agility world. Uh, I know, let's see, last weekend, CPE Judge Bobby said, enjoyed getting back to judging. Pasco Paws was such a fun trial. A uh, little challenge with the weather front. Pasco Paws is down in Florida. So they had that lovely thing to deal with. The, um, the hurricane blowing through. But, uh, but she said it was, it was fun. Uh, let's see. Stephanie says, uh, all settled in after a fun weekend at the CIA trial. Quick recap. Seamus got to play in a few runs and had a blast. Good to see that. Uh, let's see. It was a good weekend for Macy. Uh, a good weekend with Macy trial. M-A-C-I trial. Smoke had some fun runs. Uh, some of my AKC friends got to see a side of Whisper they had not seen. That was from Joe. And that would have been it. Um, uh, that would have been up in Davenport. Some of my AKC friends got to see a side of Whisper that only my NADAC friends has seen, have seen. She had a long straight stretch where she could uh, run flat. Thank you to Brennan and Natalie for the comments. So, Joe, I'm glad you had fun there. Uh, they have done a wonderful job with the Davenport location, the Davenport Trials. Great club, Davenport, Iowa, for those who would like to attend. They have trials frequently, very, very frequently. And they are uh, they're actually going to be hosting my seminar in January. Great people. Always good to, uh, to hang out with Joe. And the crew at Davenport. Oh, what else has been going on in the world? Um, more AKC Premier Class Challenge ideas. Uh, I'm always looking for, for training sequences to challenge my handling skills, and today the AKC Agility team introduced this diagram in the latest AKC Agility Judges newsletter. Um, threadle with tunnel. And that is a jump and the open mouth of a tunnel in a perfect flat line, threadling in. Basically, it's a call off for the off course side of the tunnel. Uh, 360 degree wrap, where there are three jumps in what would be, you know, kind of a Y situation but you push around to the middle jump and come back to the outer jump. So basically you're 360 wrapping on the distant side of the middle jump. Uh, this is a very nice diagram, some good, uh, some good practices. Uh, 360 degree turn with two jumps. 
Uh, this is this is one that can be done at pretty much anybody's house that has two jumps. Uh, you cross in into one and and then wrap all the way around to a 360 and come back to the other one on the back side. I do a lot of that every morning with Daphne. Um, always good ideas there. All right, what is what else is up with AKC? AKC is presented uh, presented U.S. Senator Kelly a note from New Hampshire with the AKC uh, Legislature of the Year Award on Friday. October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month, and the AK and and AKC is proud to recognize Senator uh, Noitz important role in protecting victims of domestic violence. All right. Tips to keep your dog safe this Halloween. Chocolate, obviously avoid chocolate. Candies and gum. Biggest concern with candies is the risk of the ingredient uh, xylitol. Xylitol is showing up in more and more foods every day. Uh, pet poison hotline, 300 cases of exposure to xylitol. Xylitol is highly toxic to pets and can result in rapid drop in blood sugar and risk of liver damage. Wrappers from candy. <clears throat> Toxicity with candy is not the only concern. The wrappers can be an issue. Yes, most, most rappers do not get digested very well, if at all. Become a bowel, bowel restriction. Uh, many people try to provide healthier options for trick-or-treaters, and raisins uh, is not a good option for dogs. Grapes and raisins can result in renal failure. Uh, glow sticks and glow jewelry. That can tend to be an issue. Uh, to let's see, offering a tasty snack to dilute the ingestion uh, is a good option. I think I skipped something there. The good news is that these generally are not life-threatening, but the foaming, drooling, and vomiting can occur uh, is alarming to pet owners. Obviously. Costumes. Many people want their dogs to join in the Halloween fun. Owners should proceed with caution. However, costumes can result in overheating, impaired vision, and even difficulty breathing. Uh, hair dyes that are applied to your pet may be harmful. Metallic beads uh, and snaps can contain zinc. Not to mention the dogs usually have a very perturbed look on their face. Candles. Candles should be used with care around pets, uh, obviously. Uh, the entire time, 365 days, not just Halloween. Flashlights and battery-powered candles and decorations. Many decorations contain a variety of batteries. Many people use flameless candles that have small disc batteries. 
Yes, the disc batteries, uh, along with magnets, anything that has magnets in them in that size, is a bad idea. All right, Winnebago posted something recently. Ten must-haves for pets traveling in RVs. All right. Whether you're traveling overnight or for a long weekend or taking off for a month, there are a few travel essentials that your pets will need for your road trip. Now, this is also true if you're not traveling in an RV, if you're just traveling with your pets. A lot of these are very important. Food and bowls. Pack your pets foods and enough food for, uh, pack your pets bowls and enough food for trips. Plus a little extra just in case. Uh, this, is a, this is a good time to be working on getting your, your dogs to eat dried foods. It's a lot easier to travel with dried foods. Find, uh, find good ones. Find safe ones. Find ones that your, your pets will like. And, uh, and serve it at home. Don't necessarily just make it for the trip. Now I do have some, some treats and things that I use for travel and for, um, uh, for agility competitions only. But for the most part, my dogs get in the RV exactly what they get at home. And I carry this one step further in the RV, I carry water from the house so that they're getting the same water they're accustomed to at home. Uh, it could be a little overkill, but, um, but it never hurts. Uh, along with the bowls, keep this in mind. Uh, I use the same bowl in the RV every time. Uh, it's not a bad idea to carry your bowl, the, your, your dog's bowl with you. You just got to be careful not to forget them if you're staying in a hotel. Because then, of course, you got to start all over at home. Consistency in this is the key. If you're traveling with pets, try to keep this consistent, whatever it is. Medications and supplements. Take enough of your pet's medications and supplements in the last trip, plus a day or two, just in case. Crazy things happen. You get, uh, uh, if, if your car breaks down, your RV breaks down, uh, you could be out for a little while. And uh, medical records. Carry your medical records. Put them on uh, USB drive. Have direct access constantly to your to your vet, um, and and definitely carry phone numbers for your vet, so that if you have to take your dog to a vet someplace, they have access. I was uh, I was traveling, and Fiona needed a, a blood work, just a very simple blood work to make sure that with all the chemo and everything that her numbers hadn't dropped. So I went to a vet, and I explained it, and I said, you know, here, contact my vet, because obviously they don't want to, they don't want to do anything. It took, it took a few hurdles to jump through on this, but, um, but once I did, they, they did the test, and they got the numbers, and they sent it to the, uh, they sent it back to Purdue, and they sent it back to um, the vets that, that needed it at the time. Uh, bedding. Some pets want to sleep on their own bed. Well, others prefer to curl up on the sofa or hop in bed with you, depending on uh, your pet's desires. 
pack the beds, the blankets, make sure that, uh, again, it's maintaining the smells, maintaining the comfort so that it, it traveling can be very stressful, uh, especially, especially if you're traveling for medical reasons. Um, it's gotten out of the point where Fiona does not want to travel because to her, the minute we jump in the RV, we could be going to uh, back to Purdue and she could be stuck at the Purdue Hospital for another week or a month or poked and prodded and all that other fun stuff. So keep that in mind. This is traveling is is stressful on animals. So try to minimize the stress. First aid kit. Uh, accidents happen, and well-stocked first aid kit will come in handy. Um, case in point, first time we were doing an outdoor trial, and had just gotten uh, Mr. Shelby. He was he was a cute little pup. Mr. Shelby proceeded to step on a wasp or a bee or something and got stung. And we did not have, never even thought about carrying Benadryl. Uh, so fortunately, somebody there had Benadryl, and but but always be prepared. Anything can happen. A dog can step on a bee without you even knowing it. Uh, treats. If you're doing agility, especially, you need treats, and you need treats that they're accustomed to. Uh, dogs are always prepared to be rewarded. Um, Carry treats. That's pretty much a no-brainer. Pet restraints. Most important part of traveling with your pets is making sure they come home safely. You are if you're in an RV, it is still an it's a it's a motor. It's something with the motor. It's going down the road. Yes, it looks like a house, but your house is bouncing down the road. Put them in a crate. Make sure they are safe. Running around an RV is just like running around the back seat of a car. You slam on the brakes, they're going to go flying. A lot of people put them in uh, harnesses with the safety belts. Those are not bad, but those are also not good. Um, crates, secure crates, and crates that are secured to the seats with safety belts and restraints. That is the best way to travel. Waste bags. Be nice to your neighbors. Pick up after your dogs. Carry poop bags. That is very important. Walking harness and leash. Carry leashes. Carry different types of leashes. Carry, carry a leash that is good for long walks. Carry a leash that is good for control if you are at a, uh, a rest area where big trucks are coming in and people are zipping in and out. Make sure that the leash is well controlled. And one other thing on this, if you stop at a rest area a lot of rest areas do not have fencing between the rest area and the interstate. They may be a decent distance, 
but there is no fencing. If the grass, if, if you are walking your dog on grass and the next thing from where you're walking your dog on the grass is the interstate, go to a different spot, some place away from the interstate. I don't care what the signs say that no dogs are allowed in this area. If your dog is safe, take your dog to a safe spot. Pay very close attention to where you are walking your dog. Walk your dog away from other dogs. Find a good spot. Most of the time, I go to the back side of whatever it is. If, if the trucks are up front, I'll drive to the back. Whatever it is, I go to the back of the property, furthest away. And I try never to go to the smallest rest area unless you absolutely have to. All right. The last thing they put here is a remote temperature monitor. I have this in the RV. And it, uh, it alerts me when power goes out, if I'm running the generator or if I'm plugged in. It also alerts me if the temperature drops below 35 or goes above 90 in the coach. I pay $21 a month for this service and it is invaluable. Uh, the other thing you can do is get a, uh, get a second phone or a third phone. They're $15 extra a month usually and get, a, uh, get an app on that phone that will text you or contact you. So there's a lot of good travel tips. Heed them. Pay very close attention. Uh, getting close on time here. I think what I'm going to do is save the um, identifying sports dog prospects in rescues and shelters for next week's. Suffice it to say, shelter dogs and rescue dogs are good at doing anything. They want a job just like everybody else. But I will go into more detail of that next week. All right. Uh, let's take a quick gander at what is going on the next couple of weekends. NADAC has a full schedule. Uh, North Smithfield, Rhode Island going on right now is Otagaville, Alabama. Jim Nally is down there. Colfax, North Carolina. Leaps and Bounds having their three-day trial. Richmond, uh, Washington. Knoxville, Maryland, two-day trial. Pazaz. Davenport, I just mentioned, is having their three-day trial. Like I said, it's a busy place. Bernie is there. Bernie just got back from uh, Australian Nationals. She was the judge for the uh, Australian NADAC cha championships. Reno, Nevada's got a three-day trial going on. Red Lodge, three-day trial also. Two-day trial in Texas. I was almost at that one this weekend. 
right, next weekend, Blacksburg, Virginia, it's a couple of day trial. Helena, Montana, three dayer. All oh, these are NADAC trials. Uh, Deer Park, Washington. Longmont, Colorado, Mountain Dog Sports. Lindsay and the family is having a uh, three-day trial there. That should be lovely. First weekend in November, I am judging in Huntsville, Alabama. Always good to work with the rocket scientists and play agility. Oh, what is AKC up to? Oh, this weekend, 29. Count them, 29. Fairbanks, Alaska, Phoenix. Uh, a couple in uh, California, Palmetto, Florida, Manatee County Fairgrounds. Very good. Uh, Granger, Iowa. LaGrange, Kentucky. Circle Bar Sea Ranch, where they also have their NADAC trials. Blue Springs, Missouri. Like I said, there's 29 of them. Zanesville, Ohio. I need to get to that one. Zanesville is a cute little town. I have still not gone to a Zanesville trial. Alvin, Texas. Union Gap, Washington. Oshkosh, Wisconsin. Oshkosh, Oshkosh Kennel Club. Wow, that is a mouthful right there. All right, and to wrap it up, let's see what CPE is up to. Uh, 14th, 15th, and 16th, CPE had their... Um, their last Dexter trial. Dexter, Dexter building closed. Very sorry to see that one go. Uh, this weekend, Floyd's Knob, in, uh, Indiana. Orlando, Florida. Floyd's Knob's having a four-day trial. Wow. Uh, Elk Grove, California, where the CPE Nationals will be held in 2017, Glen Carbon, Illinois. Next weekend, I will be up in um, West Lafayette, Indiana. Milford is having their three-day trial, Claremont County. Lapeer, Michigan. They'll be taking over for uh, Dexter. Williston, Florida, Pauls and Cues. All right, let's see. Uh, Longview, Washington, and Kansasville, Wisconsin. No, uh, not, uh, sorry. No, yeah, Wisconsin. All right. And that's the quick little rundown of what is going on in the agility world. I hope everyone has a fantastic agility weekend. This is Nick Sparks. Thanks for listening. See you here next week. Ciao.